0: Bad day, bad day, bad day, and welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of the universes. My name is Evan, and as always, I'm joined by Sam and Carl. How are you doing, boys? You're slowly transitioning into a
1: radio host. It's getting <laughs> so refined. That was perfect. Thank you. Oh uh, Yeah, I'm good, mate. Well keen to talk about this. Yeah, loving the Jackie Chan Adventures
2: reference. Thank you.
0: Yes, I'm not sure how many people will uh, catch that, but yes, that is. Uh, I think he says it in a few things. I think the reason he uses it in Jackie Chan Adventures because that's at some point his catchphrase. Because it's when, in the game Uncharted Three. Do you
2: remember, Carl? But no, I I don't I don't remember a Jackie Chan Adventures reference in Uncharted Three.
0: Uh, oh yes, yeah, so um, if you created your own character and you played online, one of the voice lines you could have for your character was "Bad day, bad day, bad day." There you go. That's it. Well, this week, we watched 2002's The Tuxedo, starring Jackie Chan, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Jason <coughs> Isaacs. <laughs> 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 That's staying in. Uh, sh- shall we get started with a quick Plots and not boys? Uh, again from... Yeah, let's go for it. ChatGPT. Jimmy Tong, a lowly chauffeur, is dressed to kill when he dons a high-tech tuxedo and becomes a secret agent tasked with saving the world from fashion disasters and foiling the plans (laughs) of evil masterminds. That's some of the movie, isn't it?
2: It's (laughs) none of the movie. I mean, he definitely dons a tuxedo.
0: He's got a tuxedo on and he does... Well, he's there whilst the plans of evil masterminds are foiled. Uh, Other than that... He's about. He's about. (laughs) Um, Excellent. Shall we then start?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that has uh, preempted anything that we're going to say. No. Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't save the world from any fashion disasters. (laughs) But uh, yeah, let's get into the plot. Iconic opening to the film with the pan down on the beautiful flowing stream, which a deer walks up to, pisses straight in the water... (laughs) <laughs> and and then that gets flows into a pipe, which gets kind of filtered and then put into a bottle. all the while you've got this absolutely banging 2000s electronic uh, track playing in the background. I was loving the music.
0: Yeah, great stuff.
1: Uh... And I also fully believed as a child when I saw this, no doubt that all bottled water has piss in it. <laughs>
2: I was like, well, that's it there, isn't it? They put it through a mesh. (laughs) You've been drinking through the tap since. (laughs) This does seem like propaganda against the bottled water industry, this whole thing. Oh, yeah. When they're not trying to kill you, they're just feeding you piss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have seen some strange openings to movies in our time doing this, uh, from just the long opening credit sequences to... Strange imagery of bugs, which again appear in this movie, we will get to. But this, on the nose, takes the piss. Not only does the deer (laughs) take a piss, we are then put into perspective of the piss throwing, flowing through the pipes, and then into this laboratory, laboratory, laboratory.
1: Laboratory, not lab. It's a bottling. It's a bottling
3: factory.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's not a lab. Or it's a not a laboratoire.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, just a very, very strange. Uh, maybe my favorite opening so far. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so we're in this bottling uh, plant, and we see one of the workers go off to the side to to take a call. Uh, this is revealed to be uh, the partner of our James Bond stand-in, Clark Devlin. He's trying to get Devlin on the phone. We don't get any context for it because he immediately gets a bag put
2: over his head, tightened around the neck, filled with water, and drowned. He's saying Operation Big Drip is cresting level two. (laughs) Which, from now on, is how I'm going to say that I need a piss. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, boys, but Operation Big Drip is cresting level two. I'm going (laughs) to have to go. That's fantastic. He's he's drowned by a custom-made back-mounted drowning machine with specially made drowning bags how many people are you drowning that you go you should probably get something made for this we can just carry around like a backpack it's like <laughs> should we get like a gun or something no 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 we're a water company
0: yeah we will so, find a
2: way to
1: make this work
0: yeah exactly so he's doing this stealthily but they have to incorporate water. The the contract that every henchman signs up to means that you have to include water in the ways you kill somebody. And he doesn't do it quietly. And then he has to jump down from the, the little bridge onto on to the floor and drag this guy away with that massive backpack on. Doesn't Didn't get caught though somehow. Doesn't
2: do it quietly. He says Aqua La Vista baby. <laughs>
0: I wrote that down I was going to say, <laughs> this in is absolutely
2: insane. the reason why he wanted to use water so they could get that line. Oh, 100%. In. I just yeah. wonder how many others' lines he has. Because you can't just keep repeating the same one every time you kill someone. So I thought it would help him out. Oh. Water, you're going to do now? Oh, perfect. <laughs> and H2O, no, you're dead now. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Yes, fantastic. Thank
0: you. <laughs> What are you gonna? I do wish now? I could.
1: I wish I could provide one. We could sit here for a for a dead silent twenty minutes as we come up <laughs> with more. But think I think it's better one. to yeah. just move on.
2: We do not do improv. We are on the script all the yeah. time. Okay. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> the The only other thing I want to point out is that um, we later find out that even though he was drowned in this bag, the autopsy showed that he actually dehydrated. This technology is perfect at this point. The whole issue that they have later on is that it's too powerful and it just withers you down to a husk. But they drown this guy. It looks normal.
2: They've already perfected it. So what they need to do is go around and convince the entire world you need to stop consuming your water from bottles and do it via bag over the head. (laughs) That way, (laughs) if we all start taking in our water via head bag, this will all be fine.
0: The two-ton backpack you have to wear around is their primary product.
2: (laughs) Feeling thirsty. just just have guys walking around the city centre with the water-dispensing backpacks on. (laughs) Get this bag over your head, I'll I'll quench that thirst. But this guy is dead,
1: and all we know is that, yeah, Operation Big Drip. Cut to New York City, and we see Jackie Chan, who's, I'll say it now, his name in this is Jimmy Tong, but none of us are going to say it's Jackie Chan. Yes, so yes. Jackie is standing outside an art gallery and practicing some flirting with his friend, colleague. I don't really know who this guy is. It doesn't matter. Uh,
0: he is gone after the
1: It doesn't matter scene. at all, does it? Yeah. Fellow taxi driver, maybe. And he's he's, he's standing
2: outside. He's looking at this uh, girl who works in an art gallery and he's trying to come up with a line that will work. Yeah, his line is, I dreamt of you before I ever saw you. And his friend's like, yes, yeah. that's the line. Go use that. Do not use that. To it's anyone who watched no. this film and went, oh, that's how you talk to human beings. That's not how you talk to anyone. Mm. If someone no, walked no. up to me, soul patch, T-shirt saying, <laughs> Hooters girls love okay, me. Yeah. <laughs> I dreamt of you before <laughs> I ever saw you would, would not work. I don't think anyone, anything sectioned. would work.
0: I did not understand any of this as it was going on. The Hooters shirt, the soul patch, the way he talks to people, awful plan... But it is only so once he gets the suit, you're supposed to see some sort of difference in him, I realise. But yeah. there isn't any. Even by the end of the movie, when he is supposed to be more like Clark Devlin, nothing has changed. He's just soul patchless.
1: The the full <laughs> character development in this story is that he gets a nice suit. That's yep. beginning to end, that's all that happens.
2: <laughs> I mean, and at the end, he doesn't even have the nice suit anymore.
1: <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's given it up. It, it, he So he does say that. He says, I dreamed of you, dreamt of you before I even met you. And then forgets that immediately and goes, when I think of you, I have a wet dream. That, what the fuck is that? This is a kid's film. <laughs> is it?
2: Is it though? Surely it's not a kid's film.
0: Yeah, is Rush Hour a kid's film? It's just a dumb action comedy, isn't it?
2: No, you're right. It's not. Yeah, there's far uh, too much of this movie is focused no. on Jennifer Love Hewitt for it to be a kids' film.
0: Oh, oh yeah, they say titties a lot. No, rack, they say a lot. My brain says titties. They say a lot. Yeah.
2: I will say, if anyone uh,
1: listening fancies to follow along with the official tuxedo drinking game, take a shot every time tits are mentioned. Because whether you're watching the film or listening to the podcast... That'll get you drunk. <laughs> this film has a real obsession, real fixation. Um, anyway, so yeah, Jackie uh, goes into the art gallery now to chat to this girl. But he gets, he he, he kind of gets uh, sidetracked chatting to Colin Mochrie, who is in this. Insane. Why is he wow, here? Wow, where did that come from? Yeah. No idea. I mean, crazy casting, but I'm glad to see him, you know. Uh, and Colin tells him, he's the art gallery owner, and he tells him, you should go over there, speak to Jennifer. I think he says Jennifer, her name yeah, is. Jennifer, yeah, yeah. Go over there, speak to Jennifer, and then she can reject you and we can all move on with our little lives. So Jackie thanks him for this advice and goes outside to sit in his car for what must be hours. Well, he... but it just cuts. It cuts and he's outside sitting in his car. But she then leaves.
0: It's the end of her shift. Oh, oh, yes. And then he gets out and he leans in the back seat and the next lady appears. It's, it's a very confusing set of
1: events, but he goes outside to wait for her to leave for some reason. And he sits in his taxi, gets no fares. Uh, as she leaves, he opens up the door and um, clotheslines a roided up mental cyclist oh, who happened to be passing. Yeah. So we get the first thing that could charitably be called a fight scene. Where this fucking psychopath just flips out and starts Hulk smashing everything around, chasing after Jackie and trying to kill him. All this scene
0: does is serve to contradict the rest of the movie, which is that Jackie does not need the suit. The way that he jumps up onto the top of the car and sort of matrices over a car that's passing behind without getting hit, he never needed it. But he needed people to know 10 minutes in that, I'm Jackie Chan, I can do this shit. They needed a fight scene
1: to keep us interested.
2: I'm not even acknowledging that. (laughs) See, the best thing about Uh, this scene, though, was his... Well, the other taxi driver, I thought, who confronts the roided-up cyclist and then instantly backs off when he realises that he's got too involved. And I just really hope this guy sticks around. He's funny. Oh,
3: well, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's great. I love the other guy. I mean, so... the thing that happens is, so the, the,
1: the cyclist is attacking Jackie Chan. The police show up and see this white guy attacking minority and stand there like, well, yeah, we'll stick around to what happens. This isn't my job. No reason to intervene here. He's got this covered. <laughs> then his, his, <laughs> then his, uh, Jackie's friend, the taxi driver, joins in and shockingly, they don't intervene at this point. I was fully expecting. Maybe that is where he goes because we don't see him for the rest of the film after this scene. Presumably the police take him away. <laughs> <laughs> this is America after all. <laughs> but he chases off the guy who was trying to murder our protagonist. And then, so yeah, that is that is the last we see of Mitch, his name was. Thank you, IMDb. Oh,
3: okay, nice.
1: So then Jackie gets back into his car, back into the taxi, and he meets Steena, who is waiting for him calmly to get in so that she can uh, get a lift. She gets him to drive her to work and says that she'll double the fare if he gets her to work before she puts on her makeup. She was already wearing makeup, but that's fine.
2: Yeah, he's been scouted.
1: Yeah, he has. Yeah, they're
2: looking for a new driver and he's been scouted because he speeds everywhere. And this has somehow Mm. scored him an article in the newspaper?
1: He's notorious for being a terrible Reckless driver.
0: He's lost his license eight he's times. He's
2: notorious for being a, a fast driver a fast who's, driver. yeah, lost his license a, a shitload, yeah. but yeah. claims, well, never had an accident, though, and then pre- <laughs> proceeds to definitely cause at least two crashes during this one <laughs> no. drive. Oh, absolutely. as he, at yeah. one point, drives the other way down a one-way road. Oh, he gets stuck absolutely. in yeah.
1: block traffic and just reverses all the way down. The only reason he doesn't crash his own car is that everyone swerves yeah. out of his way. Everyone else is a good driver.
2: Everyone else is veering off left and right, crashing, wiping out pedestrians. And he's just there going, see, never crashed.
0: Good day,
1: good day, a good, good, good day. good driver. And miraculously, she gets out of the car without looking like a Jackson Pollock. I don't know how she <laughs> put her makeup on in that, but she does manage to. And because he, you know, he succeeds, he gets offered a chauffeuring job for Clark, Devlin.
0: Another man who's in definitely all of the movie.
1: (laughs) Another great character who we hope will stick around. So the next day he goes to the interview for this job. I don't know why they have an interview. He's already been offered it. (laughs) He goes to the interview, gets the job and meets Clark Devlin, who is Jason Isaacs. Mm. Absolute dreamboat. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Lucius Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Slash. Was he Captain Hook or something?
2: I just. (laughs) I <laughs> him as the only good part of Series 1 of Star Trek Discovery. Oh, he's great he in Starling in that. is Dead. Is that what it was called? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just, he's great in everything. Love yeah, he is. He's, he's just so good great. in everything. And he's dreamy as and hell. And even was. in
1: this, despite the fact that he only speaks in cliches, he's great. Uh, so, so he starts his new chauffeuring job. Uh, and in the meantime, we cut to, I don't know what this place is. Some kind of, they call it CSA, mm-hmm. special... Something agency. The special. It's when, the, it's when the, you
2: can't call something the CIA and you can't call something the NSA. Yeah. You just go mm-hmm. pff, shove them together. Here are three uh, letters. So
1: we cut to not the CIA, where the autopsy is happening for that bloke who died earlier, and
2: just in the office as well.
1: It just in the middle of the office, surrounded
2: by at least. <laughs> A hundred people all just watching yeah, in lab their computer. for some reason. Yeah, yeah it's their yeah. IT suite slash morgue. <laughs> just the autopsy of this guy.
1: And uh, So a discussion that should absolutely be in a private room, speaking around a, about a dead agent. <laughs> as not to panic the staff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thankfully it wasn't. It was out in the open in the in the IT office. Uh, Jennifer Love of Hewitt pipes up as... Del Blaine, which that's a fucking made up name.
0: It is. I thought people kept calling her Devlin and was confused through this entire movie, so decided only to use <laughs> actors' names for my notes.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Jennifer Love Hewitt shows up and she's the only one that's figured out the uh, the dehydration thing. So she she pipes up, speaks to the, uh, the boss, says, nah, that's bullshit. This guy was, he died of dehydration, not drowning. And he says, sick, you want a job? It, it was it was so easy to get a job in 2002.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, first she he said, but he's wet. And then she did a bit of science talk about cells or some shit and yeah. convinced him. But yeah, but he believed straight away that this guy drowned just because his hair was wet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Autopsies were quite basic back then. Yeah. They didn't even cut him open. Oh, this guy drowned.
2: <laughs> get, a, get a towel, man! Yeah, look look, don't, look don't, how wet he is. We're all gonna drown. Don't let him drip on the wires. We've got loads of computers in here. <laughs> but
1: so yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt's now got a a job as an agent or some kind of support, so good for her. And <laughs> climbing that, up the ladder the
0: from IT support to special agent, because you googled water on the because, side.
2: Because she was doing autopsies <laughs> on the side, apparently, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, not autopsy. She said her specialty was water. That qualifies her for special operations, obviously. <laughs> Give her a gun uh... and a towel.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we go back. Um, and uh, yeah, so Jackie's with Clark Devlin again. This is, I think it's his first day. And he's kind of following him around like a dog. Just yeah, <laughs> staring at him. Absolutely in awe, because
2: <laughs> to be Clark fair, knows how to flirt with ladies. To be fair, we were pretty much the same, just mentioning his name, so I'm not going to judge. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> All three of us <laughs> swooned together.
1: And, <laughs> yeah, all the ladies are swooning, so are we.
0: But he's flirting with a woman, fair enough, but in a store that sells bugs. In a bug shop. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> in... You know, the New York City bug shop. <laughs>
2: well, to Before be fair, the financial crisis, people had too much money to spend on whatever the fuck they wanted.
0: Bugs were a yeah. currency in Mimic, so maybe this is the same universe. Maybe we do a
1: headcanon <laughs> at some point that links the two. Uh, but yeah, he heads into the bug shop and gets a bug and a date and <laughs> it gets the girl back to his, to his house. Uh, and yeah, he's dancing oh. with her and Jackie's just standing there. He's off shift at this point. But he's waited around to swoon.
0: Well, yeah, he's he's locked on. Uh, and you say dancing? He is doing everything but maybe the woman he's <laughs> with is dancing. But he is Michael Jacksoning <laughs> back around, like doing some real Dracula shit. And nobody <laughs> in the whole like everyone is watching him dancing, and no one is concerned that this guy is a mortal and or half snake. It's just, oh god, he's so <laughs> handsome.
2: Look at him go. Yeah. Does anyone notice that his legs haven't moved yet? Look at his face. Look at his handsome face. Look how he glides. Does anyone
1: notice the angle that he's at? Bouncing around like one of those little inflatable guys outside
0: car dealerships. Yeah. That is perfect. That is, locked onto the ground, but his body goes 360, baby. Oh, perfect.
1: Um, but then Jackie's shift finally ends, uh, and he heads upstairs to... I think he's just tidying up or something, and he sees the glass case containing the suit, the tuxedo. Mm. Uh, and Clark shows up behind him and says, there is one rule, do not touch my suit. Anyway, should we go to Burger King?
0: Oh, this is so strange.
1: It is really weird.
0: So carry
2: on and we we'll like, to it.
1: <laughs> they wanted to throw in some weird little
2: fun spy tropes. So, so oh, they no had... Burger King spy trope. <laughs> it's fucking old now. It's been overdone.
1: <laughs> and they, he orders a couple of Whoppers and a, a pizza, and that is the code word, that if you order a pizza at Burger King, you get a pizza box with some intel in there.
0: Um, Why? Who is the CSA agent who has to work in Burger King full time, seven <laughs> days a week, all opening hours, to wait for a guy to turn up and ask for a pizza?
2: Well,
0: yeah. We and the Burger that- King
1: manager, with looking at this girl with pizza boxes stacked up next to her, like, what the fuck is she what doing? What are they?
0: <laughs> She's and, absolutely selling drugs. And Got the manager the is younger hustle. than her, because she had to go to fucking university for seven years to learn to join the CSA, and his name is Lyle, and he's maybe 20.
1: <laughs> well, look, being wildly overqualified and working in Burger King... This movie's ahead of its time. This is the world we live in now.
0: But we're about to get a scene, which I love, because it denotes completely how this is a movie of its time. Because now, a bomb.
1: Yes, they do. They pull on ahead, and uh, Jackie's not paying attention, and they run into some skateboarders.
0: Yes.
2: A bunch
1: of youths with their skateboards.
2: A bunch of 35-year-old youths (laughs) and their skateboards. (laughs) Okay.
1: A bunch of men skateboarding at night in Burger King car park, who distract him while one of them slaps a little uh, tracking module on the back of the car. Uh, And then as they head off, he sticks a bomb on the skateboard, gives it a kick, and it locks on and follows the car. Anyone else confused why they didn't just
0: strap the bomb to the car? But, mate, Tony Hawk's Underground 2 hasn't long come out. People love skateboards, where else are you going to fit a skateboard in on, in this movie? It's got to be here. Also, it's, it's the bit that makes the skateboard drive on the bomb or in the skateboard. What's tracking what? Who knows? But it works. And I There's love a, it. But There's a this... tiny tuxedo around the skateboard.
2: <laughs> 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 does this mean that they knew this was going to happen then? Because they hired the nutcase taxi driver who speeds around New York. Were they expecting the old skateboard bomb that they'd have to escape at some point?
1: I mean, I guess that... Well, I thought you were going to say, did the, the bad guys who want to kill him... We, we have no idea who these these guys are, by the way. Oh, they do I not come I guess they back. work for the Bottled Water Company, but that is a bizarre <laughs> <For Avion>. department. <laughs> they're, the, they're the Evian Mafia who go around just waiting outside Burger King to see if anyone's got a pizza so that they can blow them up
0: what are you gonna do now i i'm gonna how assume did, that did... that was
1: a water pan, but you just pronounced it what are
0: <laughs> what are
2: <laughs> well yeah they oh, hired this taxi driver who's known for his speeding and was this because they knew they were going to get skateboard have they been skateboard bombed before where's where's I guess... devlin's last driver they just go get a new one well, and move him in. Where's the old one? We've got to
1: assume the last driver's dead.
2: Uh, from because, a skateboard bomb, I yeah. reckon.
1: Or we've got to assume that Clark Devlin was the last driver. And oh, the previous ooh. Clark Devlin was killed. Was killed by a scooter bomb or something.
2: <laughs> because when the Clark Devlin gets killed, your driver becomes a new Clark Devlin. This is all coming together. Well, yeah. The next the next scene is um
1: th- th- they they managed to get away from the absurdly huge explosion but Jackie gets away Devlin sort of gets away but he cracks his head off the pavement and it's revealed he pulls his driving license out and shows Jackie his name getting kind of automatically zooped away and Brad Dilford is left. I don't know why (laughs) I mean you just get two driver's licenses you'd think. Well. Instead of having a magic one that changes
2: What's the point though? This is a guy who... Of changing your name. Well, he he's a billionaire who is throwing big events for the Natural History Museum. True. This man is a face. He is getting wheeled yeah. into hospital. And they're going to go, oh, Mr. Dilford, do you know who you look like? That Clark <laughs> Devlin, who's always on the news. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, you look like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: pretty
1: much. Yeah, more or less. Um, but I guess, uh, yeah... This is the way that this job works, is that you uh, you get killed or put into a coma in this case, and your driver takes over. Yeah.
0: Well, before that happened, before you'd established this amazing law for this movie, which absolutely doesn't deserve that kind of amazing law, I was astounded that Mr. Devlin chose Jackie to be the next wearer of the suit, because so far he's been a complete shambles. Like, even his driving is erratic, but the way he follows him around and gulps at him, I'm positive he only said for him to wear the suit because he was the closest person to him. If there'd been a crackhead fingering a dog within 10 feet, you <laughs> would have asked him first. Yeah, yeah. Were, he, he, he's bleeding from the head.
2: <laughs> he true. doesn't know what he's saying. He is.
1: but He is bleeding from the head, and he is perfectly eloquent in every word that he says, <laughs> up until he tries to say, Water
2: Strider, when all of a oh, sudden... Oh, spoilers! Whoa, 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 whoa. He says, Water Strider! But you know Why what is... he does say very clearly? Trust no one. And then when he gives Jackie the watch, on the watch, it's engraved, Trust no one. I didn't catch that. And, and so... I didn't catch that. Uh, it's on the watch, or it's on on something attached to the watch. It just says, Trust no yeah. one engraved. So... I feel like they've given away that obviously there is a mole and someone's going to backstab him. They've just given away that plot point too early. It's obvious it's coming now.
1: Yeah. There's obviously going to be some kind of uh, <laughs> subterfuge, some kind of...
0: <laughs> and I love that the first thing he does is trust the first person who phones him. Doesn't even meet a person. <laughs> trust no one. Hi, would you like to save 50% a year on your insurance? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously there's a mole in the organization. Maybe I mean it's got to be a recurring character. Maybe it's Mitch. Maybe he'll come back and he'll be the uh, mole in the organization. If there Maybe, was a sequel.
0: Mitch would have been the driver for Jackie Chan.
1: Oh, be so good. Yes. Tragically that didn't happen. Um uh, anyway, so back to the back to the plot. So he's got a head wound. They head to the hospital. He's basically in a coma at this point and Jackie's sat in the waiting room. Uh, he gets handed a bit of paper. Uh, From one of the nurses, saying he was clutching this in his hand, and it's a bit of paper which has got a water strider in, well drawn, right in the middle, with loads of notes and names and phone numbers. Forget about that. We ignore that for the rest of the film. (laughs) Completely irrelevant. Sorry, the plot can happen.
0: Forgotten about this, and then the way he realises that it's water strider later on is so fucking dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's You know what? I won't say it now. We'll get to that. In the meantime, for some reason, there's a woman sat next to him in the waiting room, who keeps saying, "Doctor Angelo, yeah, Doctor was... Angela,
2: is it Angela or Angelo?" Oh, she is not sure, but she's obviously a woman who is very lost and in need. She's very old, maybe a dementia patient or something. And poor old woman, be, being the gentleman that he is. You want to help a woman like that. So what does he say? Oh, Dr. Angelo's on holiday, actually, so... So shut (laughs) the fuck up. Yeah, just stop saying that. (laughs) Yeah. There's an old woman clearly in distress
1: next to him, and he lies to her to make her shut up.
0: You see, this is why you don't have a boyfriend, old woman. One of Jackie's (laughs) soon-to-be catchphrases.
1: (laughs) But yeah, as he's abusing old women... uh, (laughs) <laughs> we move to the to the kind of secret lair hideout of
2: our antagonist. I think it's the first time we see our antagonist It's not a banning. fucking secret lair. He's got a big mansion. It's, He's a very public billionaire.
1: For some reason, I thought this was on a
0: boat. It's not. I've written down it was on a boat. It is below his swimming pool. It is the least cool secret lair you can have. I think the swimming pool thing's pretty cool. It is not. It is an insane amount of overhead to how much water goes in every time you open those fucking he says he goes down every night because he can't sleep how much water is down there and he's pumping it back up onto the fucking three inches of pool what if someone tries to get in the pool it's a pool someone wants to come over for the part as he throws all the time oh i fancy a a fucking swim oh wait my fucking (laughs) neck is broken Put it in your
1: basement. The, dive, the diving board is also the button to get in. Oh, so as, they, yeah. as they jumped in off the diving board, it would split and part the seas for them to crack their head off the stairs. Oh, Sorry, I didn't expect it to go so hard yeah. there.
2: He's just going down to his lab every day and there's a new mangled up person laying on his stairs. <laughs> just kind of Stepping in, over the next corpse. Just in their speedos
3: uh
1: anyway so he's having a secret meeting with uh someone in his company who he doesn't like the look of so he's decided to kill him and test out his uh, his little project of dehydrating water so he gets his guy to drink water and he gets well i've written down he gets last crusaded the thing that yeah. happens in the last crusade where they drink from the wrong grail yeah they just wither
2: into a husk yeah he, the man, that happens to him. The man turns to dust. What they need to consider He'd... is convincing the world to consume their water through headbag.
1: Look, maybe that's stage two. Maybe that's big drip stage three. I don't know. <laughs> His headbag. Well,
2: we're cresting level three.
1: <laughs> the, the explanation they give for how this works is that a bacteria on the striders or whatever makes the cells spill electrolytes into the bloodstream, which causes dehydration. That doesn't mean that the water goes away. Oh yeah, it just means it's Makes you in the blood. Yeah, <laughs> but this man turns into dust. So I, I don't know. I guess he's yes. pissing it all out.
0: Unlike the man just off screen earlier on, they had a body to perform an autopsy on. albeit they didn't. But this yeah. guy,
1: no. If they had done a proper autopsy, they would have realised. Okay, sure, his hair's wet, but he is dust. <laughs> <Just> dust. <laughs> <laughs> he is made of dust. <laughs> But anyway, that's that's our demo of this evil bad guy. Jackie at this point has headed back to Clark Devlin's house. He's been given I think he's been given the watch, he's been given the wallet, the ID, all that stuff. And now he's back there and he finds he finds the tuxedo. This is where shit kicks into gear. He um he opens up the little dome of uh, glass and puts it on and it kind of fits itself to his body. You get a little sick. Uh, mesh effect going over it as it fits itself,
0: yeah. And, and then like, the camera did it, did it, did
1: zooms did it, did it. in under the sleeve, and we see little elect electro beams going in, and it zooms into his nerves. And like, I get—we just accept that this is how biology works. Maybe little zaps. Yeah, okay. That's probably what the human body looks like when you <laughs> zoom in real close. That's fine. Ninety <laughs> percent zaps. Um, 10% more. <laughs> He is, at this point. <laughs> and then, so so he, he's he got the suit on, it starts, you know, uh, he, he starts controlling it via the watch, and he accidentally activates demolition mode. So he starts, against
2: his own will, kicking the shit out of this entire room. This is a suit made for a secret agent, and he, he's meant to use demonstration, accidentally clicks demolition mode. Why does this mode exist? It's like the angry ex-boyfriend mode on the suit as he just trashes the lights, starts ripping things off shelves, smashing the windows.
0: Punch a hole in a wall. Drink a can of monster.
2: <laughs> Call her a slut and leave. <laughs> now gaslight well- her. Tell her she did this.
1: <laughs> I don't know if Either of you two did this, but I paused and had a look at the options that were on this watch. I knew someone would. You don't see many of them as he scrolls through. It kind of blurs them out. But I caught, first of all, there are two modes. One of them is called Dancing, and the other one's called Shake Booty. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why you need two of them. (laughs) Probably just pick one. (laughs) But then there are three of them that I caught here. Delegation demographic
2: just, just points at someone else <laughs> you do it <laughs> that is next level laziness
1: De- <laughs> delegation mode means yeah you tell someone else to do it hmm. demographic mode I I, I don't want to know maybe that zeroes in on certain demographics
2: that's why you hired Jimmy <laughs> please delete that joke
1: <laughs> oh, no, that was fantastic. Oh. And the last oh. one is Groom, which yeah, I guess I noticed just, like, that one. shaves
2: for you. Oh, I assumed that you just couldn't control yourself, like, Wallace in that Wallace and Gromit movie, and you just start heading towards a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God, I've got to <clears throat> compose myself. At this point as well, the suit is is explaining every mode and what it does out loud for everybody to hear.
2: When is Mm -hmm. that of any use? I just think that this guy must be out there having to do a thing and then having to slowly scroll through his watch, going through alphabetical order to find...
0: And cover up the microphone on the fucking suit so everybody around him doesn't (laughs) hear what he's about to do.
2: Muffle it as it talks through each option. (laughs) At one point, he has to get down to Sniper Rifle. They must have been there for... Fucking ages. <laughs> give, me a, give me a second. I'm at shake booty. I'm nearly there. Yeah,
0: there was no search function. You got to scroll, no. baby. And then
1: the, the the end of this scene is that he gets uh, onto anti gravity mode. Oh, that'll be
0: important again later, won't it?
1: Yeah. Climbs at the wall onto the ceiling, and then as soon as he takes one hand off the ceiling, anti gravity stops yeah. and he falls.
2: How do you electrocute a man into being uh, anti gravity? <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've zapped all if the you, uh, gravity out of this. If you zap yourselves. him
2: enough, he will start <laughs> jumping up.
0: Start floating. Just removes all your bone densities, so when you hit the floor again, you crumple.
1: Like a borrower. Like a borrower. Little bird bone fucks. Luckily, after this, I think he's on auto for basically the rest of the film, yeah. so no worries there. Delegate. Uh, this scene ends with him getting his first call from Del Blaine, uh, from Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Devlin. Who who says, yeah, from Devlin, who says, uh, we, got a, we got a meeting to get to. Uh, she gives him the meeting point in this park and says, the code word is nice rack. And for those following along, take your first shot. Yeah. There we go. So Jackie uh, heads to the park. She says she'll be in a gray suit. So he sits next, sits next to... a a woman in a grey suit. So far, none of this is his fault. He's following exactly what has been said. He says, nice rack to her, take another shot. And gets done for sexual assault. And then as he's leaving, he gets a call with some pissy Jennifer Love Hewitt at the end of the phone saying, you idiot, I've delayed it.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, she she calls to say, oh, change of plans. And then when he's annoyed, she says, well, they've just, They've only just told me. Don't get pissy. So like, well, that means you never left then. You never set <laughs> off. the office.
1: She is the worst kind. Of- I hate people who do this. You're like, I'm here. I'm in spoons. I'm like, ah, oh. I'm just in the shower. Yeah, no, I can't come. But it has been delayed, and I don't know why they're meeting in a park. The place they had to be is miles away, in like some kind of industrial uh, industrial park. So he heads there at night.
0: I'm just Dawn. gonna say it's so we can have the lovely little sexual harassment joke.
1: How yeah, else would the, that the only reason for that is yeah. so that they could throw in the nice rack joke. Take a drink. Um, but he he <laughs> heads to the industrial park now, which is the actual meeting point. And Darblane's there waiting for him. And as he walks towards her out of the light, she is baffled that he's Chinese.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too baffled. I mean,
1: it's not that much of a shock, is it?
0: <laughs> no. But she, having never seen him before... Clark yeah, Devlin is... Shocked. You? Uh, at this point, I'm wondering, why is Jackie doing any of this? Why? He wasn't that close to Devlin. It was just a job. All he did was follow him round. Why has he put on a super suit, seen how danger- dangerous it is, just believe the first it's, call he's got has gone turn. out to the top of a water Still power. Yeah, but he
2: doesn't know about yet. Nobody's explained it to him. He's the driver. He's got a find Walter the, Strider. Now the guy he was driving is incapacitated. Now he's the agent. It's how you get promoted in the CSA.
1: He's just getting paid a driver's wage, <laughs> as I'm guessing Clark Devlin was.
0: To be fair, it's probably higher than Burger King wage.
1: <laughs> uh, so they climb up. They climb up the top of this uh, building. I don't really know what these buildings are, but they overlook vantage the place, points. Uh, where <laughs> vantage points. They overlook the place where uh, where. Banning is. His name is Banning, isn't it? I have no idea that what his name is. It doesn't sound right now that I'm saying it. Just call him Sideburns. I'm not going to do Sideburns. Where Sideburns is having some kind of secret meeting. They don't know what it's for, but they're just vaguely investigating him. So, so they climb up at the top of the building. Uh, Jackie uses the suit to put together a sniper rifle using the sniper rifle function, flips it around, puts it together, and shoots a guy in the head with it. Just fucking murders a guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Neither of them are too fussed about that.
2: They are there secretly. And there is no silencer on this sniper rifle. You hear it fucking (laughs) pow as he accidentally slots a guy in the head when he forgets to use the sniper rifle shooting function on his suit.
0: Luckily, all of the henchmen have tried to take a swim in that pool so nobody can hear. They've all got perforated (laughs) eardrums smashing into that (laughs) see-through glass.
2: The uh, the job induction is a pool party, just to make sure. <laughs> but yeah, he, he then sets up his suit correctly and fires the second shot. Mm-hmm. He gets the bug, yeah. And the bug doesn't actually land where it's meant to. it. ricochets off of the suitcase into a woman's hair. And in order to make sure that the super secret bug is in place, it flashes a bright red light while <laughs> it's stuck in the woman's hair. Why? Yeah, it does. <laughs> just over... Just. You know your hair's flashing. I, I, I love that. I love the little
1: flashing red light that has to be on everything. It happens later in the film when uh where Jennifer Love
2: presses her over
1: necklace, oh, the necklace. Yeah. and the yeah. back of it starts flashing because it's a tracker.
2: Oh don't you worry, I wrote about that too. All caps. <laughs> oh, we'll get that.
1: Um but yeah, the big reveal here as they, they do bug it and they listen in, the big reveal is that he wants to buy some other water companies. Which, yeah. Okay, acquisitions. Real interesting.
2: The big reveal is that he wants to buy other water companies, but definitely threatens them with an impending biological disaster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's coercing them, he's intimidating them, he's doing whatever. Blackmail. But because that's all quite boring, we get a sick fight scene when all the goons show up behind them, sneak up, and yeah, Jackie fights off a bunch of them, and Dell, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Basically, fails to help at all. So he single-handedly fights them. Like, well, the Tucks single-handedly fights them all off.
2: And then, but she spends this I entire think, fight scene not helping, but just talking mm-hmm. about how shit he is. Oh, berating which him. Which is yeah. she just, what she will yeah. do for the rest of the movie: is just be useless while calling everyone else shit and useless.
1: Um. Well, this is what gets me. She, she basically pushes him off the. It's her fault that he falls off the edge. And then yeah. she tries to pull him up, but then kind of lets go and lets him fall off the edge of this building to what she believes is his certain death. Uh, she doesn't see him do a magic
2: anti grav backflip and grab onto a pipe. Yeah, she kills him and then gets yeah. all hit, like, pissed off because this isn't in the manual. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it is. Go find his driver. He's the secret agent now. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I never saw him Go switch grab it yourself. to anti-grav Sam. When he falls off that water tower, it is just some, hey, except the flip can sometimes take you in the direction it definitely wouldn't. And then he, his hands turn into those sticky, horrible Lego things and stick to the side of the water. I think it's a water yeah. tower. I don't know. Kind of pocks his way back up. Yeah.
1: But she, yeah, so, so she thinks he's dead. So she calls him a moron and steals his car. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, he... Uh, he he kind of dashes around, dodges a few more baddies, and then he slides down the side of this tower, this rough cement tower. He slides down with his bare hands. Vertical. There's no there's no suit mode that lets you slide down rough concrete with your bare hands. By the time he got to the floor, he should be down to the fucking elbows. Should just be, it should
0: just be red streaks down the side. Flap some suit. At this point, I had to pause because I'd had a little bit too much, both the tuxedo and Jackie Chan for a moment. So I wondered what other people thought of this movie. As you found out as well, Sam, there's not a whole plethora of opinions out there on this other than the evangelists and the this is shit but I did find this good comment from someone on Reddit about the the abilities of the tuxedo. So I'd like to read this for you. Oh, please. Uh, This is from Paradox Pizza on Reddit. Uh, In the movie, The Tuxedo, the tuxedo that Jackie Chan's character wears supposedly makes a regular person turn into a better fighter when it's actually a placebo effect. He only believes he can fight by wearing the tux because it's actually just Jackie Chan. (laughs) That is it. That's the best thing I could find. He just didn't realise that he was Jackie Chan. Yep.
1: There you he, go. he was also anti-gravity.
2: It had Jackie Chan written on the label of the tuxedo and he just went, <laughs> oh, that's who I am.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I can fight. <laughs> and sing. That wasn't him. Anyway.
0: We'll, we'll get to that. We'll no, it was absolutely
1: that. not him. Uh, we, he gets down the building and he runs after the car. He does some weird run where it looks like he shit himself. But... Oh yeah he, he runs up chases to the car and jumps in.
2: He chases this car and she's driving off at full speed. Mm-hmm. So they they've covered I'd say quite a distance. Yeah. And then she pulls up, gets out and then gets in her own car. How far away did she park? <laughs> <laughs> That's a
1: good point. Maybe she walked. Maybe she's stopping it at the well, office. Oh
2: yeah, cuz when he first arrives, he pulls up, walked. she's already there, so she yeah parked three miles away in a car park and then trekked over. She was walking all day. That's why she had to call to delay. I've, I've got yeah. a five-mile hike, mate. I'm not going to be able to get there. <laughs> you idiot.
1: did yeah. you show up at the other place? Yeah, that is that is a bit odd. Uh, she also, once again, calls him a dickhead for nearly being killed by her.
2: Oh, yeah, she's the worst um, person in the world. Nice rack, though. Oh, she's an absolute twat.
1: Drink. um, And then... Hops in a car to go to a gun range. Yeah. <laughs> so the next scene is, again, kind of confusing. It's her and Stina at a gun range. And it's basically just a couple minutes of zooming in on their asses
2: and them shooting the dicks out of little paper targets. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's two guys working in the gun range who are zooming in the cameras to look at them whilst they're firing off the guns. They leave and you see that the two guys in the gun range just have an abacus. Why?
1: <laughs> because sometimes what are they counting? there aren't women in there that they can... Oh, well, yeah, they could be counting cheeks. <laughs>
2: oh, i just assume they were counting rounds fired and probably got really pissed off when she whipped out the machine gun. <laughs> you <can> slow down.
1: <laughs> I love the idea that That's they'd be good. counting rounds fired on an abacus.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I wish I had your brain, Cole. I didn't even see the abacus, let alone would have I been able to put those things together. We've got a tuxedo that can reverse gravity, but we've run out of budget, so you've got to
1: count on an abacus.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the secret agent is a billionaire. We're overpaying Clark Devlin, so you're going to have to deal with an abacus. He's, He's just getting
1: paid the wage of 20 different drivers. <laughs>
2: Every time a driver dies, the driver replacing them gets all the wages added together. We lost yeah, a lot of drivers. Get Clark's
0: wage plus two grand. Clark Devlin
2: hired those skateboard assassins, hoping he'd be safe.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know who else would, because who else knew that they were at Burger King?
2: Well, who else? Who else knew they were at Burger King? The mole that was obviously referenced with the trust. No one. Mitch, who we will have identified later. Absolutely, that will come back
1: around. Trust no one. But luckily, Jackie trusts everyone. And when he gets a call again, uh, Dell just got finished calling him a dickhead, and she calls him back up. He's back at the hospital now, checking in with Clark. Dr. Angelo, Dr. Angela lady is now on the
2: intercom, which I thought was a nice touch. <laughs> this suit's got to be fucking stinking by now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been Absolute wearing it a while. Reeks. He's quite dependent on it and will not take it off. And... Wash is very far down on the list on the watch, so you're not gonna spend your time scrolling down to the W's to wash the suit. Just delegate mate. <laughs> wash me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pressed delegate, but it just pointed at me to wash it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that.
1: So Dell calls him up and says, Right, we're going to uh, we're going to an event where banning's gonna be. She doesn't specify what the event is I think she says it's at a
0: hotel. But she does specify that it is not black tie. Absolutely not black tie. Yes. Jackie is worried that he'll look out of place in the suit. Lo and behold, when he turns up to this event it fucking absolutely is black tie. Everybody's in it. It is
1: extremely it. black tie.
0: It brings up a good question that this suit is only useful when it is normal to wear a suit. Any other fucking time, you are so conspicuous.
1: <laughs> absolutely. There is there is definitely an undercover agent in that skateboarder gang who shows up to the Burger King every day in a tuxedo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's supposed to be undercover.
1: <laughs> Bill, you're overdressed. <laughs> but he... Um, it, so it's absolutely a black tie event. So they show up to it. Both, you know, dressed up. She's she's gone to the effort of dressing up in the dress to match him. Didn't go to the effort of buying tickets. So they get to the front of the line (laughs) and she's just like, Right, well go on, bribe him. So it's his fault
2: according to her.
1: Oh, it's absolutely his fault because he got to the thing that she organized and she was like, Well, I got no tickets.
0: (laughs) Spent the last one
1: money on Abacai? Abacuses. (laughs) Um and he tries to he tries to bribe his way in with $7, which shockingly doesn't work. The next bit is very confusing. They head around the back of the venue and there are a couple of bouncers there. So they sneak their way in using the power of tits. Drink. Take a shot. Because her plan is, hey, stand back. I'll sort this. And she starts ruff- rummaging around in her bag while both of the bouncers stare down her dress. Yeah. And then we cut and they're inside. What came
2: next? Well, exactly. That's why they they had to cut. Did
1: they both leave to have a wank and then they (laughs) could just walk in?
2: If they hadn't cut, it would just be, oh, they're nice. Anyway, tickets? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No?
1: Yeah, there's no ending to that scene. So they do head in and they stop in in James Brown's dressing room where he compliments her rack. Take a shot.
0: Take a shot, yeah.
1: And uh, and Jackie knocks him out. Uh, Not in response, just because he touched him. Which is a common thing throughout the rest of the film. If anyone ever touches him, he automatically knocks them out. Yeah, suits on auto.
2: I did love that they incorporated the James Brown scream into him getting flipped over onto the floor and knocked out, though. Fantastic. That was good.
1: It's crazy that the next scenes are... They see James Brown, they knock him out, and the thing is, Jackie (laughs) now has to take his place
0: of course
1: as the uh as the the singer that the, the lead in this uh in this event so they got James Brown on for this film and then told him no no you're not singing you're well, going to you sit are. there get knocked out and then you're going to cover Jackie Chan pretending to to sing
2: yeah well uh, i did find oh. an interview with Jackie Chan Did you? where he said that His issue was with Mm. learning the words. He's a very experienced singer over in China, so he didn't have any problem with doing the singing. It was the dancing and learning the words. So I don't think anyone has told Jackie Chan that's not him singing. you think there's a cut out there with him actually? I think he's watched this movie back, or hasn't watched this movie and doesn't know that he's been dubbed over by James Brown. And who are we to correct him? Yeah, because I've always thought this. I I know he has a singing career in China. I know that he occasionally sings in his movies and it's always fucking terrible. And I'm convinced <laughs> no one has told Jackie Chan he can't sing. And he well, thinks he that he, he yeah. sings like James Brown, maybe. You wouldn't tell him, would you? No one's going to no. tell Jackie Chan that he can't sing. He's been he putting out be. albums since the 90s.
1: He's such a lovely guy. But luckily, <laughs> the suit has a James Brown mode, which gets him singing like James Brown.
0: I just assumed that the character could already sing, the suit just helped him dance. No, because no. surely it, the suit could only scene, help
2: in the area where the suit touches. There's a scene that cuts in where it shows that affecting his voice somehow. Okay. So the suit does it, which means that on this list of things on the suit, he's also got to scroll through every singer's name as he's heading down to <laughs> Sniper <a> Rifle. <laughs> yeah. A little drop-down
0: menu like, opens after you click Sing. <laughs>
1: Fuck. <laughs> the whole Spotify discographies on there. Spotify, but,
2: 2002. Napster, man. Oh, Napster, okay. Napster, yeah boy. <laughs> He's got line wire on there. Number of times you press a singer's voice and it's just porn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as part of the, as part, I mean, the Suits version of dancing does involve him sliding under the table of Banning and his fiance and spending what has to be a full minute wiggling his ass. In both of their faces. Oh, yeah, he which, is.
2: I don't know how that is for the rest of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, he is. Inches from their face, yep. wiggling his arse mm-hmm. in a tuxedo he's been wearing for two days whilst doing a lot of physical activity. <laughs> that is stinking. Yeah. Honking. <laughs> I mean, we're meant to be laughing at Banning being a bit disgusted. We-, we would all be disgusted. The fact that his fiance is into it just says something about her fetishes. The stench of that. Wearing his roommate's underwear. I was
0: about to say, we're about to learn he's wearing his roommate's underwear. Which
1: he presumably thing... got out of the dirty laundry. Yeah. The yeah. only thing
0: he's wearing that are his are his socks. I hope he doesn't knows how long his
2: is on? I hope he doesn't sleep in his roommate's underwear because we've already been told he's having wet dreams about the art gallery lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> he sleeps in the full tuxedo. In the full... Yeah. Oh. He absolutely does. It's
2: begging him to use the wash function at this point. (laughs) You dreamt about the art gallery lady again. Please wash me.
0: He's embodying Operation Drip category level four. Operation
2: big drip. Oh Oh, I'm cresting level four. Crusting level four.
0: (laughs) Vulgar
1: I would I'd love to move on to something else better than this but it only gets worse. Uh, Cuz the next scene is the two of them uh, Dell and Jackie doing some doing a bit of flirting. Uh, Jackie flirting with the fiance who uh, Banning says regrettably, this is my vacuous fiance. I think her name is Cheryl or something. And then he also calls her a rancid tart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out why she exists, though. Yeah. Why does, he, why does he need a fake fiance?
1: I don't know. No idea. He's thought, rich, oh, is he it like need a to.
2: is it like a hiding that he's gay thing? But then he's really into Dell. So no,
1: mm.
0: she's
2: just no there. Idea.
0: It's just for this scene to happen now, so we can it's go just to for the this room. And the next yeah. scene, this to is happen. my
2: this is my fiance. She used to be normal, but then she kept going for dives in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and then also, um, and then Del Blaine Jennifer Love you, IDs the water that she's drinking. And touches Banning's thigh, so he immediately falls in love with her.
2: Oh yeah! Whilst she's yeah. running her finger up and down between her very nice wreck, drink,
0: drink. drink.
2: drink.
1: Um, he uh, describes his—he's chatting about his lab work—and he describes it as glorious wet play. <laughs> so, uh, if you did take a drink, finish throwing up, and take another drink for that, yeah, why not restock? Next scene is in. Room 7268.
0: Yes, she invites um, Jackie back to her room.
1: Yeah, so um, so Cheryl or something invites him back to her <laughs> room while Jennifer heads out in slow-mo to the pool. And she is, I mean, she's convinced that Jackie's going to go up and get laid to yeah. get some information. And because she's certain that he's currently fucking, she opens up the spy cam which she gave him earlier so that she can have a little cheeky peek. Uh, But what's actually happening up there can only be described uh, as sexual assault. She's... Scary. In there, she's uh, shouting about tiny bubbles and ripping his clothes off as he just desperately tries to get away. Peeling away the only
0: layer that protects you from the stench of his his roommate's oxen. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest...
1: Peeling
2: away. It's cracking as she peels them off. (laughs) There's a
1: reason that she's running a bath. (laughs) Have
2: you drunk my boyfriend's water? It looks like you're turning to dust in these trousers.
1: (laughs) Horrible. Um, But this leads into, as more goons come in, because they know that they're spies, uh, they burst in and we get this kind of half-dressed fight scene where he's trying to get the tux back on while fighting off. Some baddies, awesome fight scene. I really liked the kind of. Really, it was a very Jackie Chan fight scene. Oh yeah, where he can he can only kick because he's only got the trousers on, and he's like fighting them off with one leg while he gets the uh, the jacket on. It's super cool. Yeah, this is why they make
0: these movies. Like, it's not. Of course, it's not for the plot of the people in them. It's just because Jackie Chan is a master of this.
2: Yeah, no matter how Mm -hmm. shit the movie is, Jackie Chan fight scenes were always a joy. Yeah, I the forgot man to has take mastered to entertainment amazing. when it comes yes. to this.
1: Yeah, and my favorite move that he does in this uh, is where he very slowly spins around on his head on the floor, <laughs> while one of the goons looks down and pretends to be disoriented by it, which is the way that he pretends to be disoriented. Is like when a kid runs up to you and shouts, watch this, and then does something shit, and you have to pretend to act impressed. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Guys looking at him, slowly spinning on the floor, going,
2: Wow. What do I do? Good one. I'm not I'm not touching that guy. His boxes are disgusting. <laughs> pretend, I gets, I pretend I can't hit him. I'll pretend I can't reach.
1: He gets a waft of the bollocks every time he spins around. <laughs> oh god. But it ends. Uh, when he kicks one of the bodyguards out the window and kills two people in one throw. Yeah,
2: Because down they hit by the, the pool, pool <laughs> Dale has been attacked by a different guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he snuck up behind her and tried to just grab her around the neck with his hands. And I was just thinking, it'd be really good if they invented some sort of portable device <laughs> where they could maybe put a bag over her head and (laughs) drown her. I mean, she's even by a body of water, so it could look like she drowned in the pool, but sadly no such thing exists. They've only got one of
1: those, and they're currently using it somewhere else.
0: (laughs) To be fair, you could stab her as long as you got her wet afterwards. There would be no autopsy. She's drowned.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she drowned her hair wet.
1: (laughs) Splash some water onto her hair. You can chop her head off. It's fine. <laughs>
2: They'll only look at one hundred people. Hundred people in an IT suite watching her autopsy. <laughs> oh, she's wet. Nice wreck. Drowning. Why <laughs> didn't she float? <laughs>
1: Something's amiss. <are> <laughs> but yeah, so that ends the fight, and they both head back. Jackie and Dell head back to Dell's house, uh, which is they have a little bit of an exposition scene. The only thing of note that happens here. Is that they're talking about understanding emotion and the fact that she doesn't really understand people. And Jackie's way of describing this to her is ha 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 is funny, hoo 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 is angry. <laughs> and I'm convinced that's
0: improv. There's no way oh. someone wrote that down in a script. But again, if Jackie Chan improvs something, you don't cut it out, do you? He probably thought Absolutely that was. Not. In China, he's an improv king, my friend. <laughs> they sell CDs of him improving.
1: That's basically the only thing that happens mm-hmm. uh, of note in the scene. And then we cut to the next day, and it's infiltration time again. <laughs> Banning's hosting another party. He's yeah. got another thing going on that they can sneak into. Shall we get tickets this time? Pff, no. <laughs> He's hosting... We'll show up at the door and see what happens.
2: He's hosting a product launch.
1: So He's hosting a Some water company.
2: Launch
1: for a water bottle. Yeah. For some water bottles. Yeah. Do you remember... At his mansion.
2: Do you remember when we when we released Sparkling? Party was insane. <laughs> we were all there. Hint of lemon. Oh, what a night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's mad. Uh, I don't know what I don't we don't really know what the backstory is of this product launch.
0: It's just so a suit looks yeah. normal again. Yeah. It, it's
2: like it's, it's meant to be another thing
1: that you can wear a suit
2: to. <laughs> it's meant to be cover for his plan. But his plan involves tiny little bugs that no one would notice anyway.
1: Oh, they'd notice, but we will get to that. We're definitely going to get to that. So yeah, once again, they show up at the door with no ticket and no plan. Uh, Luckily, he's realised at this point that the suit has a scanner and printer built in. So he nicks the ticket off the guy behind him and goes in as Dr. Schwartz. We don't see what happens when the next guy in line gets to the bouncer, but forget that. They're in the party.
0: Note that the Um, bouncer didn't stare at Jackie and go, you? Dr. Schwartz? It was just Jennifer who did that. Love, Hewitt.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, he was too busy looking at something else, or two other things. Of course. Well,
0: they do most of the heavy lifting in this movie. We don't need the suit. Just take her tits everywhere. Drink. Drink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they they dance around a little bit at the party, try and blend in, um, and then they go to find the hidden lab. Which, to be fair, was not that hard to find, because at this product launch party, he's got guards walking around with tanks of green goop going straight to the lab.
2: He'd have probably got away with this if he wasn't having an unnecessary product launch party. Yeah, exactly. Don't mind us, green goop coming through.
0: The pool was outside (laughs) the door that they entered through. You didn't need a ticket to go there. Another reason to have the lab in the basement, where you absolutely would need a ticket. (laughs)
1: yeah which they couldn't get into easily because it was completely unguarded um but they did I mean they find the pool uh and Jackie is now walking he, he kicks some stones on realizes what's happening he walks on the water still by the way quick reminder at this point neither of them have questioned Walter Strider <laughs> as he's standing on top of some water
2: investigating the water company
1: yeah. But they they accidentally, uh, (laughs) amid the bloodstains on top of the door (laughs) from where each guard (laughs) and fiance has cracked their head, they accidentally (laughs) open it up and they get down into the lab and they wander around a little bit. They don't really figure much out. They kind of they get caught by a couple of guards and they have to leave. But before they leave, they hide behind a pipe and Jackie puts the suit into camo mode, which makes it's kind of an invisibility cloak. This raises a lot of questions.
0: I also have a few, but you go first.
1: Number one, why was she invisible? She's not wearing the suit. It should have just been her that you could (laughs) see. Yes.
0: So, assumedly, the the suit is picking a direction and mimicking what you see. So, either you see her or the people looking at the suit see themselves. Carry on. Exactly. (laughs) To be be Um,
2: fair, had it been... Just Jackie Chan stood there looking like he was in her dress with her tits. That would have been funnier. <laughs> that
1: would have been so much funnier.
2: That
0: would have been good, yeah.
1: The next question it raises is a fucking head scratcher. She doesn't understand why they couldn't see it. She says, what, are they blind? Which means she doesn't know that the tuxedo has all these powers. Well, she doesn't know that he's been using the tux to do all of this stuff that he's been doing. And in the very next scene,
0: Ev, did you want to go no, no, with your I agree with you. I I'm, I'm loving that you pointed this out. Well, she tells him to strip down. In the, she she finds out that he's not Clark
1: Devlin. And in the next scene, her first reaction is she, she's in the men's toilet. She heads in. She says, "Strip off. That tux is not yours." Okay. So at this point, if you don't know that the tux is magic, weird thing to say. If you do know that it's magic, still a bit weird. Because she gives it to Banning.
0: Yes. What is going through her head? I think, uh, uh, summarising everything you've just said there, I think all she thinks is that he has taken Devlin's suit. She does not know it's super. So she doesn't, she isn't bothered when he hands
2: the, she hands it super because she doesn't know it's super. She is just mad. But she does know the suit's super because she tells the scientist that it's the greatest piece of technology in the world. Oh, shit. exactly. Yeah. She, so she, she does have
1: figured it out before then. And then wh- why doesn't she have a suit? Why doesn't everyone have a suit? If yeah, she
2: knows that it's true. super, why doesn't she get one? Why did she give him the watch? She could have given him the cool suit and then just fucked with him once he was in it.
1: Yeah. And why didn't she figure all this out before if she knows that the suit's magic? Put the suit and on. And why, <laughs> biggest question of all, why does Jackie think it's okay to borrow his roommate's underwear? <laughs> <laughs>
0: because otherwise you're just coming in in your own. You're doing (laughs) loads of washing. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: all those wet dreams he's gone through all his own. Anyway, anyway, anyway. She does give the tux to Banning, and she has a little chat in the lab as he puts it on and demos it, and they talk about his secret plan. Jackie, meanwhile, is headed back home. Yeah, Uh,
2: this is an important point, Sam. Well, he's headed back home. He doesn't have mm-hmm. a roommate. Are they Clark Devlin's pants? Are they his underwear? Is that his roommate? He lives at Clark uh, Devlin's uh, house. I think He lives in Clark Devlin's house.
0: That other guy, Mitch, used to be his roommate, and he's just been wearing the same pair of Mitch's boxers for the run of the movie now.
1: For the whole time. The yeah. three or so days that it's been.
0: I reckon, I, I think
1: they're probably Mitch's underwear, mm-hmm. but he's now...
0: Because they didn't look like Clark Devlin underwear. He would wear tighties, wouldn't he? Show off that. uh, Oh,
1: absolutely. Those curves. He'd wear much more suave underwear Mm -hmm. than that. He, but he, oh, God damn it, man. More questions. He gets back to the house and sits down at Clark's desk, which is scattered with papers all about water striders. Yeah. And still he doesn't figure it out. It takes him writing a letter, accidentally spilling a bottle of water, onto a picture of a water strider, which was already on water in the picture in order for him to finally figure it out.
0: Not before he takes the pencil, puts it between the <laughs> the A and the T to block out that L so he could read for himself water strider. And then we get a pan to the water strider, a pan to the beetle that somebody had given, that he bought from the shop or something earlier. That's a water strider in jewellery form. It's all clicked. This is the this is the twist.
2: This is where the twist is happening. If only he delegated the research to the suit earlier. <laughs> if only he'd used that delegate function.
1: <laughs> but he he then finds the um the extra tux which Clark had made for him in record time. He finds it, puts it on, and he heads back to the lab, which means in the time that Jennifer Love Hewitt, Del Blaine, walked from the party down to the lab and had a little conversation. Jackie managed to get home in his underwear, get changed, write the letter, find uh, find out about the water striders, find a suit, get changed again, and get back to the party, all in the same amount of time. It's Jackie this Chan. This man works fast. Here's Jackie Chan.
0: So we know at this point the super suit the suit is super, because when he puts it on, he does the little thing, which means... Mr. Mm-hmm. Devlin had a supersuit made for the guy who's driving his car just because he liked him. None of the other CSA agents have them, but he can afford this random man, in, in his sense, who just follows him around shopping to have one. Why? Exactly.
1: Even, I mean, th- to be fair the uh, the suit does have a getaway driver function on it so maybe he realized how shit he is at driving <laughs> and went actually just we deleted need to it all the others he
0: just has that one yeah. function <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put the child lock on this one no anti-grav for you but he he gets back to the lab and so begins our fight scene with tux versus tux with yeah.
2: two men in who are doing very little while he's been away Banning has told Dell his plan, which is Mm -hmm. all of these water striders that he has bred and the weird shit that's on their feet that will spread to all the different reservoirs. And the plan is that they will all follow the queen to all the different reservoirs and then only his water will be drinkable. Yeah, Yeah. somehow. Done my research, boys. (laughs) There are over 500 species of water strider-like insect. None of them have queens.
0: i knew that was fucking bullshit
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh perfect i cannot believe that you've done more research than the writers of this film that's amazing (laughs) Um,
0: you know i can't believe that
1: (laughs) they were too busy looking at tits
0: drink great rap Uh, the other
1: thing i mean even if you ignore the fact that they don't have a queen the plan is it's fucked okay so in amongst all the fighting he releases all of these water striders yeah and the plan is to have the queen fly up and out of the party through the main fountain in the middle of the party yeah so all of the guests standing around would have seen a swarm of insects fly out through a fountain
0: From so the guy yeah. who has just bought every water company and owns reservoirs, the reservoir yep.
2: but down, down in this do you lab you think they might be a bit suspicious down in this lab on the screens it's showing all the different wet reservoirs and saying they've been targeted does the queen know this how was it targeted have they <laughs> given her a list surely of places
1: surely any water source will do it's just going to go to a pond it's going to go to the closest, the closest
2: one, one which is his, his. <laughs> 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 it's going to go to the pool <laughs> Oh, the Queen's going to bang her head diving off the diving board and never get
0: anywhere. Also, there's a intercut with this fight scene and those bugs being released. Jennifer Love Hewitt takes a glass of water and pours it into the computer to try and stop uh, the the things being released and from them telling the Queen where to go. So you own a water company. Your whole plan is based around water. Your base is beneath a swimming pool and you didn't make your computers waterproof. You're fucking asking for it. (laughs) That is an oversight there are plenty of oversights the party full of people where all your henchmen are acting as bouncers so they can't even come help you downstairs they're all fucking letting people into your house or they're all busy transporting goop (laughs) also why was there a tub of snakes that had nothing to do with this movie (laughs) There was also a tub of snakes, which was presumably
1: another test subject. Yeah. This bacteria. <laughs> yeah. What were they going to do? Fire them at a cannon.
0: <laughs> and a separate one for the queen snake. Fucking <laughs> oh, okay. this is dumb. Oh yeah.
1: my God. But they. So short. Long story short, the queen does get released. Yeah. Uh, the glass gets smashed, and Jackie manages to trap it in a glass uh, on Jennifer Love Hewitt's face. Uh, and then he's fighting off all the goons and he's kind of moving the glass around uh, her face around her body obviously all of this is just an excuse for more focus on the tits
0: yeah
2: because he puts it right on her ass as well and on her bum Mm -hmm. what i did enjoy about this scene is there's a part of this fight where he's moving the glass around her body where the fighting gets quite intense. And so the glass just disappears for a bit while he does a few kicks and flips and then returns after he's done those yeah. kicks and he does flips.
1: A little, um, he does a little Matrix homage spin. I don't even know if the Matrix revolutions have come out at this point, but it's the same thing when he gets the pipe and spins around. Uh, it's hard to describe. He's horizontal, doing little spins, kicking all the guards in the face as he goes. Yeah, And the glass is gone yeah. to do that scene. <laughs> but then it all ends when he... Bannon gets up and starts running towards them, screaming mouth open, and he yeets that queen right down his throat. And we get, gremlin style, a
0: fucking brutal death scene. It's just so out of place for the movie this has been so far. We've not seen any gore. I mean, that one guy did turn to dust, but it wasn't very heavy on it. Well, it's, it's the same thing here, but worse. Yeah. So all the bugs in the room now have found their new water source. It happens to be in this man. So they all fly into his mouth around the glass, which is wedged between his teeth. Oh, mm. horrendous. Amazing. And he also
1: gets last crusaded.
0: Yeah. Obviously he turns to dust, Sam, obviously.
1: And then, yeah, so after all that's happened, the CSA shows up and they have a little debrief in the lab. Not much to say about that, but uh, they casually assault one of their colleagues and chuck him into a snake pit. That's why the snakes were there. And Jackie says you could just do me one favour having completed this mission. By the way, you didn't complete the mission. You did. You were the occupant of a suit that did the mission. <laughs> you just impersonated a
0: special agent. You just put on so, your watch and you scroll down to mission and you I tapped
2: mean, it. <laughs> we don't know that Clark Devlin is any more competent than Jackie. He just wears the same suit. No, we don't have to assume
1: he isn't. But
2: he wears it well. Oh, he does, doesn't he?
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: But Jackie's only request is that he gets a full uh, special ops team to help him flirt with this art gallery girl. And here we get full circle back to the start. Clark Devlin throws his same line back at him. I dreamed of you last night. But when Jacek Isaac says it. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And he fails, of course. He's too nervous because the girl's too attractive. And then Adele Blaine throws a little hissy fit about him not fancying her, so he throws her a pity
2: shag. The end.
0: (laughs) A few things to touch on. First, how much taxpayer money was wasted on all of that. Oh, absolutely. Like eight people there, a day's salary for each of them. But let's not even think about that. One of the final lines of this movie is, is that your happy face or your horny face? And then Jackie Chan says, tell you later or something to that effect, or we'll find out later. Not a kid's film.
2: One thing I would like to add to that scene, Jennifer Love Hewitt was 22, Jackie Chan was 48. Wow. We're in Leonardo DiCaprio territory there.
1: Dear me. And then, Okay, so we're at the end of the movie now. All Thank we've God. got is the post credit scenes, which is a bit of bloopers. By the way, I used to love having bloopers at the end of films. I wish they still did that. But um, hmm. the most brutal line in the entire film... Uh, is in the post credits where Jennifer Love Hewitt kind of cracks up at something that Jackie says. So he shouts at her, Look at her ugly face. <laughs> it's like, Fuck me. Doesn't hold back,
0: does he? Look at her tiny rack. Look at her. <laughs> oh, and that's the final drink, ladies and gentlemen. What a movie. Uh, we don't have any bad reviews or trivia this week. But I think we've done quite enough. There's not no. really now. So uh, let's get right down to the question, shall we? Sam. <clears throat> so you think that was good, do you? So you don't? I
1: I, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed watching this. Yeah, I thought it was great as a child. I remember absolutely loving this film. And I was a little worried that going back and watching it, all I would see is the ridiculous bullshit plot. Although I did see that it's a cracking film I'll watch anything with Jackie Chan in I don't care and all the people who I mean when I was looking through the reviews a lot of them were complaining I think I said this to you boys before we started a lot of them were complaining seeming to think that Jackie Chan is some kind of high artist who's above all of this and he's such a master of the the craft that he shouldn't lower himself to films like that fuck that he is in his element here yeah and I love it
2: I mean, this is no rush hour, but this is n- not much worse than Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon. Uh,
1: I haven't seen either, so I can't comment, but I fucking love this film. So, yes, I do think it was good. What about you? Good? Too?
2: Yeah. I always love watching 90s, early 2000s Jackie Chan movie, but you, you don't watch it for the plot. You watch it for Jennifer you No, you watch it for <laughs> yeah. Jackie Chan kicking people in funny ways. The man has mastered fighting comedy. That's what you come around for. And that's what you get.
0: Well, thank God. That makes us a bloody three, boys. I've never seen this before, I don't think. But I bloody loved it. This had everything for me. Mostly Jackie Chan. I suppose that's all I want. But even though the plot was shit, I didn't, I didn't need that. Just a good old bit of fun, this. And I'm going to be watching more films like this in the very near future for fun. Incidentally,
1: because uh, you mentioned the... Uh... Kind of action comedy, Carl. I don't know if you two have seen the Every Frame of Painting video about Jackie Chan.
0: I think I have.
1: I mean, it, if anyone listens and hasn't seen it, absolutely check out that and watch every video on the YouTube channel, Every Frame of Painting. This film definitely doesn't fit into the kind of golden era Jackie Chan films that they speak about there, but um, it just talks
2: about the way that he shoots, the way that he felt, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's always awesome. we are really helping that YouTube channel out, aren't we? Giving them a plug <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Helping the little guy.
0: <laughs> well, is that all boys? Oh, That's yeah. all I got. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for listening and thank you boys for joining me. Please leave us a sweet five-star review on Apple or Godpods and follow us over on Twitter at SoYouThinkPod. Join us again next week. We'll be joined by our first guest, Johnny Welch for 1990s Arachnophobia. Until then, oh no, that's the uh, line I forgot to remove from my script last week. And so this is what you leave being left with. Goodbye. (laughs) Wonderful. Nice wreck.